And welcome to the Dark Side of Soul Podcast. This is Joe. Stop that. <laughs> I'm happy because we're, we're finishing the freaking year. <laughs> yeah. And this is Sean. We are finishing the year. And we're finishing the uh, the series. The longest series we've done to date. Yeah, because I've I've dropped the ball in so many other series. Well, you didn't you didn't they're intermittent series. Okay, they, okay. We have, episodes. We, have, we have gaps. You have gaps, right? Uh, this is one I because of the subject matter had to be very much committed to releasing every month. So Which about the about. the twelve lunar months. And it's done. So it's, it's done. Yeah, like, well, it's, it's going to be it's done. It's great. It's great because it was when we started this, I was in the U.S. sitting on an air mattress with my mm. really rickety, rickety setup trying to do a podcast. <laughs> was that the Solal episode? I don't remember which one where you uh, did. Whatever. We were... it, it was we was the first lunar month. I remember we were because we it was the that, and it was because because it was Solal. The, the, Solal, the Solal episode, the Lunar New Year episode last year was the first one of the series yeah that was rough mm. uh i mean no no rough it was just rough for me to record because i had to I, I had to really hold i had to manually hold a microphone the whole entire time mm. while also monitoring everything else while we were recording making sure nothing was going wrong on a little little um uh macbook right yeah right. But we've come to the end. So it was a consist. This will be the 13th episode because it was a leap year uh, uh, this this year. So the the uh, the year the year of the rabbit was a leap year. So we had an extra month. So everyone, okay. anyone who's anyone who's listened to the whole series knows that um, we talked about that. There was a whole episode about the the in the lunar calendar. They traditionally add an entire month, not an extra, not a, not an extra day and a whole extra month. So, yeah. um, and there's an episode about that. So this is the 13th episode. Yeah. In the Heading series. Going to the year of the, the dragon, right? Am I going, going right? to the year of the dragon, the year of the right. blue dragon, the wood blue dragon. It's wood it's, blue uh, dragon or the blue wood dragon. So it's color is blue and it's, it's, um, uh, it's, um, uh, element is wood. Okay, so everyone so, get out your your Chinese restaurant table mats. The, I remember going to rest. Yeah, they would have those. Yeah, it was great. I mean, that was me. great education. I mean, we learned so much about Chinese culture, Chinese restaurant. I mean, even though the food was not authentic, we learned about the zodiac. We learned how to hold chopsticks, the Chinese way. I hold my chopsticks the Chinese way. Oh, down towards the middle, like a pencil, almost like a pencil. Yeah, um, but um, where do you hold it on the on the chopstick? Like, where are you near the top or near the middle? Uh, well, well, because I'm I consider myself high class, so I do it near the top. <laughs> I do it near the top because I find that easier. Yeah, it's, it's the, the the higher the higher you are in the hierarchy in China, the higher you hold your chopsticks. Is that true? Or are you you bullshit? No, no, the emperor. The emperor could only hold be the highest would only hold it from the tips. Yeah, yeah. Ah, the emperor was in the Forbidden City, eating with his hands and listening to it was Led Zeppelin and shit. The higher, the higher, the higher, the the hierarchy. The, anyway, the aristocrats would hold their chopsticks higher. I see. Right. I mean, like, who would that? What a weird thing. Like, who would know? 
<laughs> like if you're in your house, I mean, if you're in your house, no, it's just, a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's know? a, it's a cultural I, I mean, point. Yeah. It's so, a thing. And, and yeah, it, it does feel like it feels daintier to hold it from the back, from the from higher up. You have more leverage. It's easier to hold it. It is yeah. true. True. Yeah. And so anyway, um, but um, anyway, yeah. So this is, we're, we're in the 12th, 12th lunar month and almost as we're recording, we're right at the end of the 11th month. And this week is the start of the 12th lunar month. So we're going to finish up the series talking about the folk traditions of this month. So um, yeah. It, so first, anyway, I'll say like, I had a lot of fun putting this together. Cause this is, these are topics that um, of course that, are part of my background. I'm really interested in this kind of thing. The series itself wasn't a huge, uh, didn't get a, a huge amount of downloads. I'll <laughs> it say was, it wasn't a ratings monster. No, no, it wasn't a ratings monster, but we were consistent, but <laughs> this series did get the most amount of comments. Yeah. By, by far. Yeah. So the people who like this series are listeners who do like this series, uh, liked it a lot. And they, yeah. they sent sent a lot of messages and I, stuff. I'm watching our numbers and I'm happy with our numbers. We've kind of leveled out a bit. Mm. And mm. this is the this is my happy space. I don't need to be the biggest podcast. We don't need to be the biggest podcast by far, even though we are on the top 10% um, mm. of podcasts in the world. Um, but um, I'm more into engaged. I want I want engaged mm. Uh, listeners, uh, friends. I want, I want, I want more people who are engaged than uh, just getting the masses. I just, I, I want, yeah. I need my cult. That's what it is. I need my cult. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can mention too. We found out today that the the London Korea Links, an organization that that follows uh, um, Korean cultural um, culture and and history and whatnot. Been around a uh, long time, around as long as Zen Kimchi's been around, which is like mm. since since dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. And, and so they they listed they released a a, a long article, a really long article um, uh, last week, highlighting what they think are some of the 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 key events in Korea or Korean centric culture of 2023 and our episode interviewing Dr. Niall Moores about Semangum and the plight and uh, of that as an, a, as a very important ecological site right. and the complete bumbling of the jamboree, the scout jamboree last summer um, was, was they ranked that they said they called it unmissed, like a, an unmissable episode. You have to listen to that. Wow. And I would say that was, probably that got a lot of comments as well a it lot did. of people really it did a lot of people seem to enjoy i was not expecting that because i thought it was uh, when we were first proposing i was thinking okay it's timely but it might be a little wonky and, yeah but we did it Bit and niche. it really hit people it really hit so wow i was really impressed yeah. i think i think the because yeah the as you're saying like the the jamboree just ended as we recorded that and so um, it was, uh, yeah, it was very timely. And then the the destruction to the site is now irreversible, but still ongoing. So actually it is, yeah, e environmentally, it's still timely as well. So everyone go back and listen to that. So the, the, the London Korea links 
says that's something that you should not miss. It gets emotional. It does get emotional on that episode. Yeah. That's good. And we have a great, a great guest, an old friend of mine, yeah. Dr. Dr. Niall Morris. Dr. Morris. So, Dr. Morris. So, um, anyway, so it is uh, getting into the 12th lunar month. Now, um, the, the, you know, a lot of the, the things at, at this month revolved around what I mentioned a bit in the previous episode of the series, how it's kind of the dead of winter. Uh, people are hoping they have enough food stores, hoping everything is going to work out for the best. Uh, snow is, it's still snowy. It's cold. They want snow, but they don't want too much of it where you know they're they're snowed in and whatnot but they still need snow uh so they have enough spring melt for their farms so so all of these things were were happening at the time but spring was coming springs on the horizon almost it's almost on the horizon so there's there's no it's not not really i mean like yeah the farther north you went it wasn't but um but we'll get into that a little bit because uh, the Jolgi, one of the Jolgi, the lo- uh, solar terms uh, in this month, does represent that. And so, with the coming, the on uh, the, the 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 it's almost here. So, with the coming of spring in about a month and a half to two months, um, there's hope that things are going to be good with the rise of spring. We'll get more into that. So, just quick again. The 12th lunar month in Korean is Ship Iwal. And uh, on the Gregorian calendar, it starts on January Ship 11th. Iwal is tw- is 12 month. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. Should, yeah, yeah. The, the 12th lunar month is Ship Iwal. And then it, it happens on the, uh, starts on the Gregorian calendar, January 11th. And it ends on February 9th. It has 30 days. So, so Lao is going to be on February 10th. Yeah, and I'll talk, uh, the actual day is the 10th, February 10th, that's right. And the eve is the 9th, that's right. So, um, so first first of all, get your rice cakes ready. So first of all, the jalgi, the the solar terms. Some of the jalgi, like sohan, the small cold, sometimes do fall in the 12th month. um, But this year it did fall in the 11th month. It was on the the uh, 25th of the 11th month, which was January 6th. And so we talk about that in the previous episode, on the, the episode about the 11th lunar month. So go back and listen to that one if you haven't to hear more about the Sohan, the small cold. But this month, there's the Dehan, which is the, the great cold. And this is important because this is the 24th Jolgi and the final one. This is the very last solar term on the traditional lunar calendar and it will fall on the 12th month the 10th day of the 12th month which will be january 20th that is the day han so even though it means literally great cold it wasn't always really really cold on the day han even today in korea it's not always the coldest time of year so as the name of course, would suggest. So in Korea, the Sohan, the small cold, was often colder than the Dehan. And this highlights again something I talked about uh, last month, how these Jalgi do originally come from Chinese tradition. 
and they were absorbed and adopted by Korea a very long time ago. They followed them, they kept the names, but they also recognized culturally, environmentally, just their their natural experiences that they the the Jolgi didn't always mean the same thing for Korea as it as they did for China. So and there's even a proverb about this in in old Korea that says people froze to death on Sohan, people didn't freeze to death on Daehan. So indicating that they knew that the Sohan was colder, the small cold was colder than the Daehan, the great cold. So uh, that's a very important point. So people froze to death on Sohan, but didn't freeze to death on Daehan. So we'll have to see this year what's going to happen, because as we're recording, it's not the Daehan yet. We'll be meeting on on the, the Daehan. Joe, we we're just chatting. Right. Uh, us and a few of our, a few of the guides at the company are going to meet on that day, and we'll have to see how cold it is. I'll have to post on our on our social media <laughs> about about what day it is. Um, so uh, anyway, the um, there's nothing otherwise. There's nothing especially interesting or particularly special about Daehan. It just indicated that the for when it was originally developed in China. It was a shift in the sun in such a way and a shift in the environment in such a way that brought very, very cold weather. So that's all it is. It's just people acknowledged a time of very cold weather. So, and you should be long prepared for winter by this time. If your, your crops are long dead, your fields are, if you, your fields are bare. And if you're not ready, you're starving. And this would have been a genuine concern for old Korea. And I mean, not related to agriculture so much anymore, but it's still a concern for people today. There, there, there are, we do know there's a lot of uh, poverty in Korea. We did an episode on poverty last year. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, this time of year is really bad for a lot of these people. They're, they're in pretty, pretty drafty places. So this is a r- still a rough time of year for, for many Koreans today. Now, also, what's going to happen this year in the 12th lunar month is Ipchun. And I've spoken about this before. This is the first Jalgi. So the last Jalgi and the first Jalgi are going to happen in the 12th lunar month this year. And it will be on the 25th day of the 12th month, which will be February 4th. And this is so I've spoken about this before, what the names mean. Koreans. When you speak with them, when they translate this into English, they will often say that this is the beginning of spring. Ipchun is the beginning of spring. And I think that's mostly just a miss. That's lost in translation. It's a mistranslation of what they're trying to say in English. Ipchun doesn't really mean the, the start of spring. It means that spring is coming. Spring is entering. The very... The weather and the mood and the environment of spring is starting around this time. It's not really at the, it hasn't blossomed yet. Nothing has really bloomed, but it is, it's, it's on its way. It's, it's entering. And that's what it means, really, the, an entrance. It go, for example, an entrance or the front of a place. So it's the beginning, the, 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 not the beginning of spring, but the entering, the entering point of spring. 
And I think there's, I do think there's a, con- a conceptual difference between those two. So, like I said, things are becoming warmer, but it's still, it can still be cold. As you know, like February, early, especially early February, it can still be quite cold. We can still get snow. Um, so we get days, nights. We, we, we'll do the dark side of soul tour at night and it'll still, we can still have nights that are minus five to minus 10. Uh, pretty rare to be that cold at that time, but still hovering around freezing at least uh, around this time. So now a, a key thing that culturally was happening right around Ipchun was something called Ipchun Chu. And these were paper banners uh, similar to Bujak, which is the, of course, the talismans, the amulets. And these banners would have poems written on them, prayers, blessings, and whatnot. And then they would be hung up. And they'd usually be hung on pillars within a building, a pillar in your home or in the palace, or they could be hung around or on, around or uh, over doors, but more commonly, especially on pillars. Uh, They would often be, um, not always, but some of them would um, would be red, and they'd be rubbings, red colored rubbings. Yeah. And these ones in particular, red colored rubbings would be hung over the, the lintels, the, the, the top frame of a door. And this was, of course, red color meant to ward off evil spirits. You wanted to keep evil away. So the uh, you don't want them coming into your home, launching spring, and you have all these evil spirits coming into your home, misfortune and things like that. Um, now, in particular, what's interesting is that these rubbings that were hung over the lintels were also used to summon different gods. And the gods specifically were summoned to ward off evil, to to chase away evil and misfortune. The gods were meant to do this. That's what the rubbings were meant for. And they were called specifically, some of the things that would be written on the rubbings would say things like I summon the gods to chase away misfortune, to scorch its body, to take hold of its bones, to cut it into pieces and tear away its bowels. They would write really graphic things like this on these rubbings as a way to summon the gods and ask them to do this to misfortune as spring is starting to roll in. So a very important thing in the past. I'd like to see this again. These are just all these traditions that even if you don't believe in it, like, like Christmas, Halloween, whatever, you don't believe in the religious background of these, these holidays or these traditions. I still love when traditions are followed and it would be great if I walked out and someone had a rubbing, like my neighbor had a rubbing hanging over the door asking gods to rubbing a rubbing to tear out the bowels of misfortune. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's great. When we, we, we go through um, some of these abandoned areas sometimes mm. legally, um, sometimes we see, um, <laughs> uh, we see these things and we see, we see that it still does exist. It does exist, but it's behind closed doors. 
right. uh, people don't do it. Um, now I'm I'm going to, I'm going to digress a bit. Is part of my um I'm, I have a I have a private Korean tutor right now. I'm working on it, and <laughs> and uh, my my assignments are just watch episodes of this Korean drama called Mr. Queen. <laughs> fun fun drama, by the way, really fun. Uh, the premise is uh, this this womanizing chef from the twenty from the twenty first century ends up in some way in the body of a queen from the eight, 19th century korean queen and a real one or is it or is it a, a real one real historic a, figure real historic okay. figure yeah okay uh chojong uh chojong's queen um the one right before um right before um gojong and daewonggun mm. um and um okay so so you, okay anyway the my point is this he's trying to find a way to get back to his old body back in the 21st century and uh found out one of the uh the the, the mother-in-law um is works a lot with uh mudang and mm-hmm. likely was the person who cursed her to get back into that body in the first place and so figured out oh well maybe i should go to her and and gain her favor uh, to get back to my old body. And so it goes and visits her and she's trying to like, go like, where did you get the idea that I was superstitious? I was into this stuff. And she's like looking around and like, and like every, all the posts in this room has Pujok on them, <laughs> everything. And, and, and so the mother-in-law just like gives us look to a servant and the servant just goes and rips them all down. <laughs> oh, like, what, what are you, like, you didn't see anything. <laughs> There's nothing here. <laughs> Tearing down Bujuk. Danger, danger. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But it was, it, was, it was pretty amusing because it was kind of from us doing this on the show and us doing this with Brian and everything that I'm more conscious of these things. And I was like, oh, those mm-hmm. are Bujuk. Oh, they're mm-hmm. Bujuk all over this place. And they're on posts, not on the wall. They're on posts. And they were tearing right. them down off the post. And so it's, it's relevant. It's Mr. Queen episode six that that happened. Mm. <laughs> and just just quick before we get back into the topic, you talking about going into abandoned places and stuff like that is bringing up. We have a lost episode that maybe oh. maybe we'll release publicly. Our patrons have seen it. Uh, maybe we'll release it publicly <laughs> in, the, in the future. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. I think we Eagly. should. I think we should. I think okay. we should. All right. Anyway, uh, and we release it as just as the lost episode, the Dark Side of Soul lost episode. All right. Uh, okay. So so yeah. So all these things uh, with the Ipchun Chuk were, were were hung up. Another thing that was done, like I mentioned, a lot of the banners that we would have poetry written on them. They'd often be couplets. And uh, the couplets were used for like uh, well wishes. Again, they would appeal to a god, specifically Munshin, the the gate god, the god of the gates, uh, would be acknowledged, uh, asked to keep bad omens from entering homes and you know misfortune and things like that. Asking the Munshin to to really really protect the house, protect yeah. the gate. Um, commoners would do things that were especially more linked to their health that was a that was a really big concern for them and this would also be an appeal to the munshin because the idea of keeping uh things like the mama away the the the, 
the gods of disease and things like that, uh, the salgui and, and whatnot, or the sagui. And um, so they would ask for health and for misfortune to not appear, to, for it to be away. And all of this was, all this was linked very specifically to the idea of with spring coming. So this is what I was saying. So Ipchun isn't the first day of spring. Spring is on its way. It's, it's really when spring is on the horizon and it's riding over the horizon and it's making its way back. At this time, the growth of yang energy, yin and yang, or umyang in, in Korean, is coming back. And of course, yang energy is the is the is the brightness and it's the warmth. And this is starting to come back with spring growth and things like that. And this is also bringing hope. And this was really important, of course, to, to the commoners who had worked. You know, they were actually they kept the, the kingdom going. It wasn't the king. It wasn't the aristocracy. It was the commoners, just like today, that keep nations running and um so this was a hope that they had so the hope for health uh, an absence of misfortune all with the return of yang energy coming with the with the slow onset of spring so this was the ipchun chuk uh, a final really interesting thing that happened right around this time and will take begins in the in the 12th lunar month it's called shin gugan so shin gugan and this can literally mean a new period a new a new a new time a new period of time and this was a period of time between 5 days after dehan to about 3 days before ipchun so to look at that on the calendar, ah. five, five days after day, Joe hates calendars. No, I hate math. That's math. So five days before Dehan will be the 15th day of the 12th month or the 25th of January to around three days before Ipchun, which would be the fourth day of the, uh, of the first month around the 4th of January. So, that is um, uh, a very important thing this time. So this was a, a period of transition, a new period. And um, so interestingly, this was a time when people believed that the tutelary gods would be absent. So the gods of protection would be absent because the gods that were on earth protecting you protecting your land and your home would actually change or be a changing of the guard, mm -hmm. a spiritual changing of the guard. And it would happen during the Shingugan. And so during this time, there are no gods, no spirits are, are hmm. on earth. So they abandoned the old, us. The old guard is leaving. The new guard is coming. But interestingly at this time, then there's also, there's no auspiciousness, but then therefore there's also no auspiciousness. So calling this an, a, a period of no gods, 
was considered a time of no calamity, no disaster, and no misfortune could could appear. So it was a really good time to do things that at other times of year on the calendar were considered to be potentially risky because you could invite inauspiciousness by doing them, such as repairing your house, repairing your toilet, your, your privy, because of course, that's that's where the chukchen was. The evil, the evil uh, outhouse spirit, bathroom spirit. Yeah. And so they're all gone. So it's good to do this type of thing around this time during the Shingugan. Uh-huh. Um, you can take a shit. You, well, I think you do that anytime. <laughs> but this was a good time to do work around the house. Also moving, moving to a new house. If you need to move. Need oh, to move man, we've had a lot of people moving lately in my neighborhood. Oh, are they moving on the Sonam de Nile? The moving this week, man. They were, I don't know. They were just moving. Uh, but it's weird. It's like, I was like, why well, who's moving in this type of weather? It's weird. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow as we're recording is a Sonam Nana. It'll be a, a, a day that'll be safe to move. So if you see, see if you see anyone moving tomorrow, they're following tradition. They're probably paying more as well because some movie companies jack the prices up during this time. Anyway, so something interesting regarding related to the Shin Gugan. Mm. So allegedly, I don't don't have any don't have any uh, uh, newspaper articles or anything to, to to show that this actually happened. But I did read it, so never let the truth get in the way of a good story. So allegedly, <laughs> in the mid nineteen fifties, Jeju Island, Jeju Do launched a campaign to clean up the island because it, it was it was uh it just it was getting a bit bit dingy um it was there was a, a problem with smell smell coming from farms especially coming from barns and uh maybe like public out uh, outhouses as well and the smell smell was getting pretty unbearable getting quite mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. so the the government the, the Jeju, Jeju government launched a campaign to to clean this up, to kind of remove the stench and make it, you know, bearable. Uh-huh. Apparently it didn't work. Yeah. And then later they rethought their plan, thought about what to do, revamped everything, relaunched the campaign during the Shingugan, cleaning up the house, cleaning up a toilet, cleaning up places where people and their their farms and uh, the pl- places where people live and their farms. And apparently it worked mm-hmm. when they did it during Shingugan. So whether that's true or not, whether it actually was done at that time, that is at least a story, a modern story indicating the importance of the tradition for people in the past, at least. So that is the Shingugan, the new period. So, and that's coming up. That's coming up soon. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, there's only one more thing that I'd say would be Solal, um, the new year, the lunar new year, but we did an entire episode on that last year. Uh, just to say that, um, new year's Eve is on the, is the 30th day of the 12th month, which is February 9th. Um, and then new year's day is, is, uh, of course it's the first day of the first lunar month, of course. And that's, uh, February 10th, as Joe said at the beginning, 
And so just quickly, some of the traditions, I'm not sure if I mentioned these in the previous one. I'll just, go through more, quick. just remind us. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's some soothsaying, some, you know, fortune telling traditions, something that I, I love this one. So the lighting of a string, like a bit of string or like a thin piece of rope, very, very thin piece of rope or string was used to tell fortune uh, to see your person, your particular fortune. Okay. The length of the string was related to your age. So the older you were, the longer your string was. Oh. And so they would lay the string down somewhere where it was safe. Mm-hmm. They light one end and watch the string burn. And if it could burn all the way to the end without going out and burn well, mm-hmm. then you could have good fortune in the coming year. Well, I hope that, that was really biased towards old people. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Not, uh, not, not, uh, they, they were probably not. They're like, oh, God, let's get this over with. Come on, string. Burn, baby, burn. So, and this is the kind of thing that would be fun to do. And I think I'm going to maybe do this this year. I'm going to find somewhere that would be safe to do this, uh, where no one would, would call the cops on me and my family. And I would love to take my daughter out somewhere and get a length of string. I think the way I would do it is uh, just 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 to follow it um, very in a very simple way. Do it mm-hmm. by our height. We get a string that's as, as long as I am tall. Oh, that's fun. And a string as long as my daughter is tall and then yeah. light one end and then see how well they burn. I just have yeah. to find a good, a good safe place to do it. For me, so. it'd be like along the string that is, is around my girth. <laughs> around your waist. <laughs> yeah. Like how yeah. long that string is. Oh uh, well, yeah, man. It's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> so I'm going to try that. Um, and then uh, some weather lore connected to, Solal, the Lunar New Year Eve and, and, and day. Um, clear weather meant a good coming harvest, and rain meant poor harvests. We had and snow. You, We've had snow. Well, we don't know yet for Solal. Oh, for Solal? Yeah, we don't know yet. We'll have to see. We'll have to yeah. wait. Yeah, the, the forecast don't go that far. That's a month away for us when we're recording this. Yeah. As we're recording. Yep, exactly a month away. Yes. So that's it. That is the end of the episode on the 12th lunar month, on the 12th lunar month, and the end of the series. So, thanks to everyone for if everyone came back. And for for anyone who's happy the series is is over, you're welcome. (laughs) Yay, we did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Oh my God. It has been a very very long time we've been doing this it's like a year yeah a year we've been doing well yeah it's a year yeah exactly a year yeah yep almost so here we go (laughs) there we go (laughs) you should have had that cued uh, hey man, I did this fast as I could, man. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, do we have any listener mail? Yeah, we just have. Uh, as I promised, the last two episodes, I promised <laughs> I'd get back into this. Um, so, we do have some listener mail. This is from one of our followers on Instagram named Crystal Cake. Sorry, and- Crystal Cake. 
And uh, Crystal Cake asks, and this is asked this actually uh, about um, two weeks ago. If your name was Korean, it would be Cake Sujong. Sujong Cake. <laughs> Sujong Cake Sujong. All right. So, uh, so, um, and Crystal Cake asked, will there be another folklore series this year? <gasps> and, um, Sean, you got a fan, man. You got a fan. Well, I mean, like I, like I said, I, I, there are people who like, I think, like these episodes. There are people who are like, eh, I'll skip this one or, or whatever. They're just not as, there's not no as sec- murder in this. Episode. Yeah, not it. There's no not true it. crime in this episode. No, no, not as sexy as knives going into people's abdomens. Um, but, uh, but there's lots of ghosts in, in every single one. I talk about evil spirits for the moment, almost every episode and things like that, but this is my thing. So, um, and so, uh, so the, the, so crystal cake asks, will there be another folklore series in 2024? Uh, because at that time, um, uh, re- I think maybe, about a, a week or two before that, before Crystal Cake asked, I did a survey on Instagram asking, would you like to hear another folklore uh, series in 2024? And uh, the the possible um, uh, answers were yes, no, and whatever floats your boat. Yeah. So, and 86% of people said yes. Okay. No one's. No one said no, and fourteen percent said whatever, whatever floats your boat. Right. So, so Crystal Cake, up. so Crystal Cake, and the eighty-six percent of our Instagram followers who said yes, they want another one. Yes, there will be another folklore series in twenty twenty-four. Yeah, and it's, it'll come up in a couple of weeks. That's all you're going to say about it. Yeah. You're such a tease, Sean. You're such a tease. Okay. All right. I know. All right. All right. Now it turns to an ASMR podcast. Um. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. Hey, look, we get comics. Um. Buy them online. You can buy them over at Dice in Comics Cafe, Changampyeong Station. You might see Sean there if you go. <laughs> Yeah, pretty it's a pretty good chance. <laughs> <laughs> you go on the weekend, uh I might be there. I sometimes go there on Fridays before I, I do my tours because I have my yeah. comics there, uh, my my subscriptions. And awesome. I and I go in and yeah, and I hang out with Joey uh for a bit and then uh, we just chat. dog or a burger and some beer. Yeah. I yep. usually yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll usually um, you know, um uh buy my my supper there and then leave there around seven, make my way to Sademun and then get ready for the dark side of soul. It's a nice place. It's a really nice place to spend a Saturday. It's awesome. It's a great place. If you're in Korea and if you haven't been there yet, uh, go check it out. Very relaxing. Yeah. Board games. Um, Board game. Very nerdy, lovely, nerdy, very geeky. Love it. And, and for the most part, a very, yeah. And for the most part, a very nice community of people as well. Yes. And that's the thing. If you want to meet peeps, Hmm. that's a good place if if you're not a bar person this is the type of place to go meet people there are there are some snooty dungeons and dragons people there uh but if if anyone's interested in dungeons and dragons uh we know um cameron 
Cameron Wright, a buddy of mine, Cameron, Which, but and, and you know Cameron as well. Yeah, uh, Cam, Cameron's a, a a DM. Cameron might be listening. Hey, Cam, rescue my see, yeah. see it, see it, see it. DCC. Um, probably, yeah, but anyway, um, just yeah, just um, you know, um, uh, just ask Joey. Just go to, see Joey. Is the it's the big guy behind the counter? Very the tallest person behind the counter. Ask him. And and so like, hey man, I want to hook up with D and D crowd. You know, I would yep. like that because because okay, my thing is it's not, well, I like D and D, but my thing is is pub trivia, and I just don't do much pub trivia because I don't have any friends to go to go. Who's I, don't there? Have, I don't have many smart friends. How about that? That want to do. Trivia. We should we should talk to Joey about that. He'd probably be down for doing some trivia on the con. Well, I want to go like, but there are other places like South State Parlor stuff. I want to go to trivia, but I can never join a group. It's like I don't want to go there. And like, hey, can I join your group? I'm too, I'm too shy. And I was like, it'd be cool if we had someone like, Hey man, can you know, like, like this guy is really smart. Join your group. Cause you know, like on, on I've won twice, twice. I've won trivia contests on carnival cruise ships. I'm pretty fucking good. Mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> good ochre. <laughs> I won a trivia contest at 9 a.m. before most of my family had gotten up. I was like, I woke up and said, like, hey, good morning, guys. I've already like had my coffee and breakfast and one trivia. <laughs> what's your what's your day been like so far, losers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Um <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, the Dark Side of Soul podcast is produced by John McPherson and the Sean Morrissey, mostly by the Sean Morrissey. Uh, music, our opening and closing music is by Sardak San, which you can find on Bandcamp under Digi Digital. We'd like to thank our top tier patrons uh, Angel Earl, Joel Bonamini, Sharon Cullen, Devin Hefner, Minsuk Lee, Gabby Palomino, Steve Marsh, Mitchie Brewer, Ron Chang, Mackenzie Moore, Hunter Winter, Cecilia Lufgren Dumas, Emily Lub Emily Umba, uh, Josephine Reedberg, David Weatherly, Janice Song, and <laughs> Devin Buchanan. So down to Joe. Doing it in every type of accent I could, man. Um yeah, um, thank you for for helping us out. Uh, if you want to join us, go to patreon.com slash dark side of soul starting just five dollars a month to get a lot of extra content. You go with the twenty dollar level, you get like stuff. No one's stuff. listening now, Joe. With all that screaming, everyone's everyone's turned off. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Until next time. Stay fucking spooky. That was a great year, motherfuckers. Good night.